All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of A Pinball Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I greatly do appreciate it. And of course, it looks a little different if you're on YouTube just because I'm doing a little bit of commentary this time. And our subject today is going to be the Pinball Super Series, which starts tomorrow as of this recording on October 14th. And we will get to the other subjects at hand next week when I get back from Wisconsin. I know we've got to still talk about Jurassic Park. Still got to talk about Halloween. Still got to talk about Godzilla. There's a lot of things to go over. And we will be able to go over all that next week for sure. And I am going to get an opportunity to finally play Godzilla uh, actually this week. I heard that there's one at, the, uh, at District 82. So where we're going to be at... There will be a Godzilla Pro there. However, I assume that there's just going to be a massive line there. So I don't even know how many games I can get on there. But I will get to talk to a bunch of top tier pinball players and some other pinball enthusiasts. And we can get a real pulse on how everybody feels about this machine. And yeah, we'll talk about it here next week. And I also do have a video coming up pretty soon, probably at the end of next week or maybe even two weeks from now, about my time on Halloween. I've put on about five to six hours on it now with both codes and I do have some thoughts on it. Let's just say it, <laughs> we'll just say that. They're, they may not be great thoughts or maybe even good thoughts, but I do have some thoughts on it and hopefully, whatever I do talk about with that, it can hopefully shine a light on some of the things that possibly could be improved. I don't know. There's some good things to it though, here, here and there, just, yeah. It, it is what it is, let's just put it that way. And I don't know, we might talk about Jurassic Park home pen too. I mean, that pin, it kind of is what it is. It looks cool, but I don't know how much there is to break down on that. But you know what? We'll probably squeeze the life out of that next week and we'll, we'll kind of break it down a little bit then. But again, today's podcast is just going to be all about tournament pinballs. So if that's your jam, stick around. We're going to talk about it for a little while. If it's not, well, hey, get back on the train. I bid you adieu and we'll see you on the next one. All righty. So the Pinball Super Series, which is sponsored by the Pinball Company, Game Room Superstore. This is going to be one weekend, but technically Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But it will be four days, six tournaments, cash prizes, over 100 pinball machines. And this will be streamed live starting tomorrow over at Fox Cities on Twitch. So if you guys enjoy watching tournament pinball or competitive pinball, this is where you're going to want to be because this is quite possibly the biggest grouping of tournaments this year. Now, of course, IFPA finally came back to being sanctioned on August 1st, and there has been some bigger tournaments with, I believe it's called Pinball at the Lake out in California. There's been Klee Pin. I believe that there's one that was at Wizards World that had a lot of people, and I know District 82's had their Summer 2X, which had a lot of players there. So, I mean, there's still been some pretty big tournaments around there. Of course, overseas in Europe, they just had their, I don't even know what they call it, their bulls and something. I apologize, guys. It was a big tournament series over there as well with seven. Seven tournaments, I believe. But with the Pinball Super Series, this has to be one of the biggest groupings for this amount of tournaments in U.S. history. I don't recall anything quite like this in terms of how many Whoppers are there and in terms of the actual just the skill level of people that are going to be there, the ranking of people that are going to be there. Now, of course, you could say major tournaments. Yes, of course, Indisc, Pinburg, places like that. But I'm talking about just a series of tournaments of stuff that's not even on the, it's not even on the circuit, guys. It's not on the Stern Pro circuit or anything like that. This is the first time something like this has been done at District 82, at least. And it, yeah, it's going to be a great time. So I'd like to bring some attention to that 
if you didn't know about it already and if you're into pinball and you're starting to get into tournament pinball this would be something that you definitely want to watch because the skill level of the players that will be here are just off the charts just totally off the charts and just going over some of the tournaments right now and to give you an idea i just want to go straight to the whoppers and then we'll come back and talk about the tournament but just giving you an idea where'd it go let's see oh there it is that scared me for a moment there just giving you an idea in whopper points for those that don't know it's basically wherever you finish in a tournament you get a certain amount of points which gets assigned to your ranking or to your profile for your ranking and there's a whole formula to get there we won't bore you with that but we will say first place is going to be estimated 70 whoppers you heard that right 70 and there's going to be six events just like this and as you can see just getting into the top 10 which will be highly difficult with this level of play there but getting into the top 10 will net somebody approximately 30 whopper points which is massive even top 20 is 15. i believe you have to go all the way down to around 28th place before you even get into single digit whoppers everybody i'm telling you this is going to cause a major shift in the rankings completely especially for top 100 or top 250 players and even top 500 there's going to be a lot of players there moving around so i'm very curious to see how this plays out that obviously the whopper points are huge there but yeah so going back over here some other things of note for this particular tournament and i believe it's probably listed somewhere around here probably going to be at the bottom so with six events total what's going to happen is that of course, you know, they're giving out cash prizes for top eight, trophies for top five. But then there's also another prize on top of that, which is being awarded by the pinball company. And basically, this is for the series overall winners. So what's gonna, what is going to happen is, is that the top player in the overall series, according to their points, right? First, second, third, whatever it is, not Whopper points, but just a point system where your placing is for each individual tournament, the top player will receive a check for $1,000, which is awesome. So basically what this will happen, there's additional cash prizes that will go all the way down to sixth place. As you guys can see right here, 1,000 for first, 40% of the pot to second, 30 for third, and so on. And this is kind of an additional pot with what's going on, the estimated value is 1,483.60 according to 100 players. So yeah, that's that's pretty sweet that they're doing something like that. It could be really interesting. I'm hoping that there's a tiebreaker for that. I really am. I think something like this would just be insane. A tiebreaker for $1,000 after six tournaments. It, it would be a one-game playoff. I would love to see it. I know I'm not going to be in it personally because I am probably going to have to skip event six to head back home, but I would love to see something like that as well. So kudos to the pinball company for sponsoring this. And yeah, so let's see here. The tournament itself does start tomorrow on October 14th, and event one is going to start at 6 p.m., and that's U.S. Central standard time or u.s central time i don't know i don't even know which one we're in right now but central time we'll just put it that way but yeah so it's going to be eight strikes classics fair strike knockout and what this means with fair strikes what's going to happen if you're in first place you won't get a strike second and third place will get one strike and fourth place will get two strikes and you just keep playing on until there's eight strikes total 
also since it is classics that means that they're going to use games from 1991 or older that's kind of how they're going to run the classics just because of the amount of people that are there and that's typically how district 82 does their tournaments this tournament's also set up swiss style so what's going to happen it's random seating and then it's just going to be all of us just beating the hell out of each other and the top seeds are going to constantly be in that top group so you're basically going to be highly entertained from group one group two group three group four group five it's going to be just top players littered there just trying to get to the top and it's going to be some crazy games going on right there so that'll be event one event two is going to be a 13 round group match play classics tournament so we're going to stick with the classics as well and what this will involve is 13 rounds of group match play with tiered swiss style seating so it's going to be a little bit different to where instead of being like one two three four it'll be one somebody way down the line then a seating somewhere in the middle against another seating somewhere in the middle that's typically how it works i don't want to bore you guys too much with the math it's just not going to be straight swiss where it's one two three four or something like that so again it's going to be non-dmd 1991 games and older so they're going to be faster playing games but you're going to see a lot of players that are expert in classics playing so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch some high level players i can't say that enough and we will go over who all's there here in just a few guys so event three will be target match play 30 points three two one zero scoring and this will be across all pinball machines which i believe they have 107 currently in the arena bank and so what will happen here is that we're all just going to keep playing until somebody gets to 30 points and then if we happen to get even right there there will be a tiebreaker for that and i'm sure there will be tiebreakers actually up and down because typically that's how it works out with target match play when you're working out cash prizes and i believe i don't know if they're going to have this be swiss or tiered swiss let's see this is a group match play tournament with swiss seating oh my god okay so that'll be tough let's <laughs> just put it that way so but that's the third event which will be at 3 p.m or approximately that time on friday of course event two i don't know if i mentioned this that'll be a morning tournament starting at 9 a.m and so yeah that target match play one that one might be pretty tough and i personally i'm a little worried for myself right around that time because i know that's when my legs start to get out or give out whenever we go this long so yours truly is bringing a chair so i'm making sure i stay off my feet as much as possible because i want to try to compete at the highest level i can possibly compete at so event four will be the next day at 9 a.m on saturday october 16th this will be a 13 round group match play tournament so what's going to happen with this the scoring is going to be seven five three one for four player groups we're going to play 13 rounds as we said earlier first round random seating as usual and then subsequent rounds will be seated via tiered Swiss seating. And yeah, so again, direct play. There's no finals, no playoff, just 13 rounds. Whoever gets it, gets it. And yeah, simple tournament there. Event five, 5 p.m. start time, four strike group knockout. I'm sure that's the one type of tournament that anybody out there watching or listening, you pretty much know what that is. If you happen to not know what it is, all that happens is your groups will play in Swiss style, which means People that have the same knockout points or the same knockout strikes will play in the same groups. If you're in a four-player group, the bottom two will get a strike. If you're in a three-player group, the bottom last place or bottom third or basically third place, you get a strike also. That's what I'm trying to say. Let me, let me, let me make this as hard as possible to explain to you. You basically don't want to get last in your group and you don't want to take in the bottom half 
of your group. So once you have four strikes, you're completely out of the tournament. This one, I kind I like the idea of a strikes tournament. They're not my favorite to play locally, but I do like that there's kind of a, I don't know, a breather from the, what is it, the 30-point target match play and the, the tiered Swiss stuff. And yeah, it's just, I don't mind a four strike. That's, I don't know. It may not be as intensive, but then again, there's people going for Whopper points. So we'll see. 5 p.m., I don't mind that at all. So event six will be the last tournament of the series starting at 9 a.m. on Sunday, October 17th. And that'll be a double up two game bank group match play. So what does that mean exactly? Well, what it means is, is all games across the board are going to be used. It's two games per round. So whatever group you're in, you guys will play a modern game and you'll also play a classics game. So you'll play two of those right there. You'll play it one at a time, so there's no multi-match or anything like that. And then each subsequent round will be tiered Swiss pairings. And then once you finish the games, of course, you know, you turn everything in and then you're basically just waiting for everybody else. So you can max out, I believe it's 7531 scoring. So the max points you can get is 14 points. And double up, I'm kind of sad that I'm missing this. I played it once and I like this format a lot more than what I thought. It's pretty amazing that you can make up a lot of points in a hurry. The last time I played this, I totally bombed on my very first round. I ended up taking last in both games. So I didn't have but two points and I was way behind. And I think I legitimately got to the very end of that. And I still had a chance, even with my last group, to get into the top 10. So that, and that was out of... 80 players, I think, or somewhere right around there. So there's chances to make moves in a tournament like this. So if you do bad, or if you see somebody do bad in the first couple of rounds, they still have a chance to kind of buy the dip as Raymond would say, and then kind of jet up towards the end. But yeah, so that's the super series right there. Now to go over the player base, that's going to be there. And we'll go back to this right here. This will give you guys an idea of exactly what players you're going to be seeing there. If you're familiar with some of the tournament players, a lot of these names will be very familiar. Just, just to see, we'll go by ranking. So just to see the level of player that will be here, there is as of today. Now, again, subject to change, everybody may not get there, but as of today, the ones that are confirmed to be there that we know about, there's 22 top 100 players, 22. That's where it ends up down there. And then still, even the players down here, the 134 with Max, those players still have a chance to bounce up into the top 100 before the end of the series. So there is a scenario in which there could be upwards of 26, 27 top 100 players playing in event five at that point, maybe even event four, who knows? With the way the Whoppers are, depending on where people finish, it could indeed happen. Now, what's also of interest here, there is roughly, I believe, 30. Yeah, I think it's 38 top 250 players, so power 100 players. And for those that don't know what that is, basically it measures your head-to-head -head against people that are ranked in the top 250. And then from there, if you have a positive ranking or a positive win-loss ratio, you have a chance to play in the Power 100 Invitational Tournament or whatever it's called at our overlord Josh Sharp's house which is not happening this year, but hopefully would be happening next year. So this tournament basically has a chance to be either a power 100 
just great thing for you, or it has a chance to just be a total nightmare and nullify a lot of people very quickly. And hopefully I'm not one of those. It's pretty well documented how my Penberg went in 2019 that I just totally torpedoed everything that week. And I've been scratching and clawing ever since to get back into the positive. So hopefully this week will be the week I can make some moves, but we'll see. It is tough competition, tough sledding as well. So yeah, you guys can see these names at the top. You got Raymond Davidson, Kaylee George, Steve Bowden, Colin McAlpine, Derek Price, Luke Nahorniak, John, John Del Zappo, Phil Burnt. I mean, you got everybody, guys. Carl's going to be there. Jason Weirdrick, Andy Rosa. He's supposed to be there. Hopefully, Andy, if you're watching this, I hope your neck is doing great. Jared, who just came off a Klee pin win, who's basically the next big thing when it comes to young kids playing pinball. That kid has some serious skill. He's out of everybody I've played. He's the scariest. I'm telling you, this kid is crazy skilled. And then of course you got Tom, you know, everybody knows Tom from uh Tom talks, triple drain podcast, watch that on TPN. If you guys want to, then of course, Jordan, great guy up there in Wisconsin, excellent player, David DeLuga as well. Johnny Medica, he's going to be there or Monica. I always pronounce that name wrong. Apologies, Johnny, but yeah, there's just so many players there. Carlos, if you guys watch him, Laserlos on Twitch, he'll be there. And then, I mean, there's some other players too down here that just, I mean, great players. Pavarelli, Ryan Spindler, Adam McKinney is going to be there. Of course, Eric Thorne, the overlord at District 82, back or forward slash the goat slayer himself. He will be there. Bill Mason, a great player out of North Carolina, I believe. Max Sinisak, I, I've played him a couple times. Great guy. Excellent player. I expect big things from him in the future. Uh, let's see, Baby Rosa, he might be there as well, which I believe he placed top four in Pinburg in 2019. Definitely a highly skilled player. Robert Byers, the wrestling Twitch pinball guy himself will be there. Macho, whatever he, what does he call him? Top rope pinball. Sorry, Robert, top rope pinball. And I still think he's, he's Macho from Macho Pinball. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And then, of course, he is the reigning Texas state champion as well. Neil Graff, excellent younger player as well. The better Graff compared to Tom. And, of course, everybody knows Levy. And then, let's see, we got some other excellent players down below. Chris Frame. No, he's a good player. I played David Oliver in Texas. He's an excellent player as well. Tim Sexton of Stern Pinball, great player as well. He will be there. The Assassin Cassidy, who's probably the best 14, 15-year-old player, like, one of the best ones in the world. I mean, not just girl, boy, whatever. She is an excellent player and somebody to really watch out for in the future. I fully believe she will be a future women's world champion at some point when it comes to pinball. And of course you got Matt, you got Eric, you got Bob, love Bob. You got Carrie wing, who is a former women's world champion. You've got sunshine who is the current women's world champion. I believe you got Andy Bagwell. You got, of course, my good buddy, Austin from Oklahoma city. You got, Dominic, who's an excellent player that just doesn't get out there too much. But if he did, he would easily be a top 100 player. Then, of course, all of our favorite Brit, I think that's how you call it, or England or UK, Neil McRae, he will be there. So luckily, he was able to get overseas or get across the pond, so to say. I guess that's what you would call it. And then Bo, I got to meet Bo at Cleepen. Excellent player as well. He had a really good, uh, really good finish there. I think he placed in the top eight. When it came there and then of course i mean there's too many other names here i mean you got sam swain from wichita everybody knows him as the bird guy on all the stern posts for code of course you got the hot nudge players there as well 
I mean, just, just a lot of people, guys. Just a whole lot of people and very exciting stuff. I know I'm fired up. I know it's been just way too long when it comes to tournaments. I mean, we all had to wait, what was it, 18 months total or somewhere right around there for sanctioned pinball to come back due to COVID. It had been gone from basically March 2020 or mid-March 2020 all the way up through August 1st of 2021. So this right here for me personally, I'm just super excited not only to get to compete, not only get to get out there and see Wisconsin again, see their great community out there, because they all are. It's an excellent place if you get a chance to play. If you get a chance to go there, I highly recommend going there. But I'm also really excited to get to see a lot of friends that I have not seen in well over a year. And quite frankly, Zoom calls and text messages and Facebook messages only do so much. So it's great to see people face to face again and get to interact. But yeah, so that's all I got. Again, it will be on Fox Cities over on Twitch. You guys see it right there, October 14th through the 17th. If you're into pinball, if you're into tournament pinball, I highly recommend checking it out. But yeah, I might even do some live streams there. I don't know yet. I'm trying to figure out if I can figure out my iPad just to do it from the hotel room if I have good Wi-Fi, just to give a report each night. But we'll see. I, it wouldn't shock me if somebody like Laserlose ended up streaming live there somehow. I'm sure he can figure it out. But yeah, hopefully we can get some reports going in kind of keep everybody in the loop. But other than that, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching and you guys have an excellent week. And if I don't see you on the live streams, I will see you next week. Later guys. You have just listened to a pinball podcast. You can catch new shows on your favorite podcatcher or over on youtube.com forward slash Marv Loco for even more pinball content.